Arkansas Row Crops Radio, providing up-to-date information and timely recommendations on row crop production in Arkansas. Welcome to Arkansas Row Crops Radio. My name is Jared Hartke, Rice Extension Agronomist for the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. Today, let's talk a little bit about rice growth stages and how that relates to fungicide timing. So a few things to, to think about to kind of generalize the growth stages of rice and what we're going to focus on today will be the reproductive growth stages. So really starting with what we refer to as beginning internode elongation or green ring. And so from here, you can very generally think across uh, all of our available cultivars, whether they're varieties or hybrids, roughly 28 days from green ring to 50% heading, beginning heading. We start to see those, those panicles emerge uh, out of the plant, out of the boot. So it can be slightly shorter to, to a little bit longer. So, you know, a range of, of 26 to 30 or maybe even sometimes 26 to 32 days for this whole window to take place. But if you think about it, uh, taking right at 28 days, four weeks, it's a nice round number to kind of picture in your head to, to illustrate. So if you think about green ring being day zero, the very beginning of reproductive growth, then at roughly day seven, you have half-inch internode elongation, which is obviously one of our, our key timings of growth uh, when we talk about mid-season nitrogen and some other things. One we're always looking for, and that's the first time you can get a really good look at the beginning of the panicle at that stage. But in reality, while it seems extremely early for how most of us have traditionally talked about the reproductive growth stages. Half-inch internode elongation would truly be the very, very beginning of early boot at that point. I know it seems very early, but, but keep that in mind. That is the beginning of the panicle forming and starting to move up the plant. So that's at day seven. At about day 14, roughly, is when we should actually be at around mid-boot. And that's a timing when, when you should be a roughly seeing the, the, what will be the flag leaf beginning to point. We'll call that point leaf still sticking straight up, uh, still working its way out at that point, still has a little time to go to get fully out, but that's the beginning of mid-boot at that timing when the flag leaf itself is beginning to work itself out of the plant. You can visually see it. It's hard to always know that that is the flag leaf on the way out. That's where things like the DD50 program come in handy. Uh, to give you an idea how far out you are from heading. But so day 14 kind of starts mid-boot at that point in time. And then when you get to roughly day 21 after green ring, that's that's late boot. And that's easily defined as when the flag leaf is all the way out and you can actually see the leaf collar on it. And the quick double check there is there will be no additional leaf coming out of the plant. You know it's that that's it. That's the flag leaf. And then you're only about seven days away from, from heading at that point. And so what we want to focus on and think about when we're talking about fungicide applications across these growth stages is that let's, let's focus on the, the smuts for a moment. Kernel smut and fall smut is oftentimes what, what people are misidentifying as, as late boot is actually immediately prior to heading, which is really too late to get much benefit out of a fungicide application for smut prevention. So what we're actually shooting for is that truly that, that beginning of mid-boot, that 14 days. So 14 days after green ring, 14 days prior to heading, that's, that's kind of the beginning of the optimal window there, that mid-boot window from 14 to 21 days after green ring 
So again, one to two weeks prior to heading, that's our optimum window. Once we fully get into late boot or hit late boot, we can still get good smut suppression uh, from our fungicides, the, the triazoles, but every day closer to boot split and heading, the, the less suppression we're going to get of those smuts. The triazoles are systemic, but they need time to move and get into those plant parts to protect and prevent smut development from kernel smut and fall smut in the plant. So again, we've got to give them time. If we're spraying them way too close to heading, then we're not getting much benefit out of those applications. If we shift gears just a little bit and talk about sheath blight, we, we don't even want to start scouting really for sheath blight until around half inch internode elongation. Again, seven days, that's seven day after green ring number and then we're, we're really gonna act based on scouting so when we're looking we're gonna know what the cultivar is is if it falls in the susceptible to very susceptible category then we then we're looking to find uh, a minimum of 35 percent positive stops in the field that have sheath blight present but if it's a moderately susceptible MS cultivar, then, then it really needs to, to have 50% or more positive stops in the field. But keep in mind that that's a percentage of stops where you found the disease, but that doesn't mean that just because you hit that that you need to trigger a fungicide application. We need to find that many stops and have the disease moving upward in the canopy, threatening the upper leaves. If that's not happening and it's just present in the field, then we can potentially outrun it. If we can make it to 50% heading and, and have the, the upper three leaves of the canopy be clean and not have sheath blight on them, then, then we have outrun the yield loss potential and, and we've saved time and money by not making those spray applications. Now, one thing that we do encounter sometimes as we approach, get right at 50% heading, uh, questions about it's 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 moving up maybe it's not uh, really necessarily going to be yield threatening but there is a lot of sheath blight present in the field and there can be some concerns over stalk integrity and that sheath blight weakening the stems and so will it hold up very well uh, through the harvest window and so in some cases it could be advisable to to make a low rate fungicide application to to suppress it for a shorter period of time for that stalk integrity but that's something that has to be looked at pretty closely and will generally be a rare situation that we need to do that uh, just since we're on the topic uh, we'll go ahead and throw in a few comments on blast prevention as well certainly uh, primarily focused on varieties uh, if, you, if you do have a situation where you feel like you need to make blast preventative fungicide applications, the, the first application is, is really desired to go out in that late boot window once flag leaf collars are exposed. The flag leaf is all the way out to, to very beginning heading for the first application and then well into heading panicles about halfway out but all the necks still inside the boot when the second application goes out generally speaking maybe about a week later after the first one uh, in a lot of situations uh, folks are probably only going to target a single fungicide application and that probably needs to lean toward just a little after heading begins uh, again we're trying to kind of then split the difference with a single application leaning toward a higher rate on that one and and try to protect as much as we can but save money on the total application but again that that's going to be 
an individual decision based on cultivar susceptibility, field conditions, uh, prevalence of blast disease around at the, at the time of heading. Again, we can't go backward on blast. We either spray for it and prevent it uh, or we don't, uh, particularly when it comes to neck blast. So those are just a quick rundown on growth stages and some fungicide timing uh, issues to keep in mind. Again, uh, working through those, better to be on the early side, particularly for the smuts rather than late, uh, that if we're going to get the most we can out of it. Don't, don't pull the trigger too quick, though, on sheath blight applications. We want to try to outrun it, if at all possible, back up from there. But then right back around on the blast, we, we've got to work in front of it if we're, we're going to prevent neck blast and panicle blast from being an issue. So hopefully that's answered some questions about growth stages in rice as far as reproductive growth and fungicide timing. Uh, if you have any questions, please let us know. Reach out to your, your local county agent. Uh, we'll all be happy to help as much as we can. Thanks for joining us again on Arkansas Row Crops Radio. Arkansas Row Crops Radio is a production of the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. For more information, please contact your local county extension agent or visit uaex.edu.